good morning. Today I'd like to share with you from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axes lying at the root of the trees Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff will burn with unquenchable fire. The words of John the Baptist sound like when we decide to do a deep cleaning. Sounds like spring cleaning to me. In the southern hemisphere, during this time, the end of the year also lends itself to making a clean slate in many aspects. Summer is approaching, the year's end holidays are approaching, it's time to receive guests maybe, and the new year begins. All the conditions are in place to do a good cleaning and a facelift to the whole house. Here in the northern hemisphere, we do that when winter recedes and the weather is warmer and drives us to go outside and ventilate, clean, renovate and renew everything. And in both hemispheres, this has the same meaning, to renew, to improve, to clean, to do maintenance. And while this is given on a level of material things, there is a great spiritual meaning in all of this. We need a change, a cleansing, and renewal of mind and spirit as well. This is a very natural cycle in the human being. In the same way, the task of John the Baptist was to prepare people for the encounter with Jesus, cleansing them of those unnecessary things that don't bring us closer to him. The Messiah, the sent one of God, came to the world. He was like someone who introduces a talk or conference. Every time we go to attend a conference of some unknown personality, someone comes first to introduce that person. Just like when we read books, we usually have a chapter called an introduction where we are told what the whole book will be about. 
John the Baptist is the one who introduces Jesus, the Savior, and he tells us that we have to be prepared to receive him. One of the ways to be prepared is to make a spiritual purification that is given with repentance and confession of sins and baptism. Repenting, confessing your sins, and being baptized is also a way of doing cleansing, but spiritual cleansing. The water of baptism washes us. It's a spiritual symbol. But that symbol means that our spirit is purified. If we have already been baptized, we have to make daily repentance and confession of sins. That way we can present ourselves clean and prepared to receive Christ. Jesus was already born, lived, he lived, preached, died on the cross for our sins and rose again because he is the Son of God. Two thousand years ago this happened. John the Baptist already announced Christ, his arrival into the world 2,000 years ago. What then is the message of John the Baptist for us believers at the end of this year 2022? We are thinking of being prepared to receive the Lord at his second coming into this world, either while we are still alive or after our death. I'd like then to dwell on two very important words for today, repentance with confession of sins and baptism. I remember that in my first confirmation classes in English, I tried to explain the confession of sins prayer. And when I asked what the, the word repent means, no one knew the meaning or repentance. I thought that it was a difficult word in English, and I realized that it's not a very used word, and I had to explain what it meant. Even today, I don't know if every one of us is clear about what repentance means. Repentance is feeling regret for having done something that doesn't match to the things that please God. Many times we are not the word of what are the things that God does not like. For that, we must read the Bible and inform ourselves. Sometimes our lives can be spiritually blocked because we haven't made the decision to repent before God of the things we have done wrong. When we talk about doing things wrong, we are not talking about the fact that we must be perfect people or will be perfect people. Well, we are not. But to have the humility and the need to recognize our sins before God. The confession of sins means nothing more and nothing less than being sincere to recognize our bad actions, words, and thoughts before God and being able to do it daily, just as we express it in the Lord's Prayer. And being baptized, even though most of us are baptized, means that we are aware that the water of baptism cleanses us from sin, redeems us, and gives us eternal life. Although baptism means that we want to belong to a concrete and visible community, that we want to be committed to a certain church, in our case, our local congregation, that is our church. Many wonder, but What is there to repent? There are so many bad people in the world. I'm not that bad compared to them. Actually, 
I don't have to compare myself to the bad guys. If not, I have to compare myself with the good ones. And even better, I have to compare my life with Jesus' life. That is a good point of comparison to see if we are really good. Since it's impossible to compare with Christ, that is why we have to confess our sins daily. There are many who renounce the faith, who quit the church, claiming that the church wants us to be submissive or humiliated people. This is just a misinterpretation of God's word, nothing more wrong. God wants us worthy. God wants us to have a good self-esteem. God wants us to love ourselves and have courage and confidence in ourselves and in life. But all this we owe to the Lord. We must show our humility to our Lord Jesus Christ. It's before Him that we want to ask forgiveness and humiliate ourselves. That way He purifies us each time and gives us the blessing of the Holy Spirit. The sin of the Pharisees and Sadducees, for example, who listen to John for which he treats them as a brood of vipers, is because they were not humble. They were proud in front of the people, and they didn't believe that they should confess their sins and repent. Repentance means, first of all, humility in the face of my weaknesses, and mistakes before God. Then it means having the sincerity, honesty to admit them, and then having the greatness to redirect my life to a better path. We know we are not perfect, but we can have an attitude of love for Christ and the humility to acknowledge our sins before Jesus. What is John the Baptist's message for us today? Jesus is coming at any moment. It doesn't matter when, when he comes. It does matter when you begin to make your life available to Christ. Jesus is coming. How are we preparing our lives to meet him? We must clean everything that hinders our direct access to him. In our own life, in our church, may we focus on the most important things in life. May we be for runners of Christ before others. May we highlight the announcement and teaching of the word of Christ in our church, that we may think about what are the most important things that Jesus entrusts us to do from our church. We should have the opportunity to wipe the slate clean and start over and over again by doing things that are the highest priority. And we want to review that in our Alpha courses, for instance, that somehow wants to replace traditional Bible studies with another approach. That is why I invite you, if you are able to come, to enjoy this moment and to be able to discover what are the things that really bear fruit and make clear those things that perhaps are not so important in the church right now. And John would call us to prepare ourselves in that sense as well. May the Spirit can give us the discernment of what are the most important things that we can undertake for Jesus from our lives as believers, from our families, from our congregation. In this way, we won't only be prepared, but also accompanied and supported by God. Amen.
I wish you a fantastic week. Thank you.